Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, and we tell stories about everything here on this show, including your stories. Send them to OurAmericanStories.com. They're some of our favorites. And up next, a curious case of contract law. In 1996, one John Leonard sued Pepsi over a promise that he saw as reneged on. But that's only half of the story. Here's our own Monty Montgomery to help tell the rest. Court cases are serious business. If I put this knit cap on, who am I? I'm still Johnny Cochran with a knit cap. Court cases are important. 
If Douglas touches Ouch. me, you will not be happy, Your Honor. I, you know what? If Douglas beats you to a pulp, I'll be delighted. Get out. And there's one court case in the 90s that was truly astounding. And no, it's not the People versus OJ. I'm talking about Leonard versus PepsiCo Inc. Here's Sean Kernan of Medium with this dramatic story of deceit, twists and turns, and contract law. In 1996, Pepsi rolled out one of its Drink Pepsi, Get Stuff campaigns. It was your usual promotion where you get points for purchases that you can later use. The TV ad targeted teenage and early 20s customers. It showed all these cool things you could win with Pepsi points. They showed a kid wearing a Pepsi t-shirt, 75 Pepsi points. He was wearing a leather jacket that was 1,450 points. He had sunglasses on that were 175 points. They then boasted, the more Pepsi you drink, the more great stuff you're going to get. Then, it escalated. The commercial ends with that same kid who was wearing the leather jacket and sunglasses landing a Harrier jet in front of a school. Everyone's papers were blowing off of their desks, and kids were crowding to the window to see the jet landing. And there, in the courtyard, is a literal Harrier with the kid in it. The jet is armed to the teeth, and below it it says, Harrier Fighter, 7 million Pepsi points. The campaign was mostly a success as sales increased significantly, but there would be an interesting twist in this promotion. A 21-year-old business student, John Leonard, saw the commercial and took a particular interest in that jet. To get the Harrier, he would need to buy millions of Pepsis. Most winning Pepsis only had one point on the label. Some had three and five, but there were no one million Pepsi point bottles. But there was a workaround. John noticed the fine print said you could buy points to get the merchandise instead. Each point was 10 cents. So for example, the 1450 point jacket cost $145. The 175 point sunglasses would cost $17.50. Notably, both items likely cost a fraction of that to make, but it was good margins and smart business. What Pepsi failed to notice was the margins on the Harrier, which wasn't listed in the catalog, but was advertised in the commercial. John did some quick math and realized that the 7 million point Harrier would cost $700,000. Back in the real world, a fresh Harrier sells for north of $30 million. John Leonard found four investors who all pitched in. He then sent the check for $700,000 directly to Pepsi. His check said he wished to redeem his points for the Harrier they'd advertise in the commercial. And thus began a war of letters. Pepsi's marketing team wrote back, the item you've requested is not part of the Pepsi stuff collection. It is not included in the catalog or in the order form. Only catalog merchandise can be redeemed under this program. The Harrier jet in the commercial is fanciful and is included simply to create a humorous and entertaining ad. We apologize for any misunderstanding or confusion that you may have experienced. We are including some free product coupons for your use. John Leonard was not satisfied. His lawyer wrote a response. Your letter of May 7th, 1996 is totally unacceptable. We have reviewed the videotape of the Pepsi Stuff commercial and it clearly offers a new Harrier jet for 7 million Pepsi points. Our client followed your rules explicitly. This is a formal demand that you honor your commitment and make immediate arrangements to transfer the new Harrier jet to our client. 
If we do not receive transfer instructions within 10 business days of the date of this letter, you will leave us with no choice but to file an appropriate action against Pepsi. Pepsi's senior marketing executive, Raymond McGovern, then jumped in with his own letter. I find it hard to believe that you are of the opinion that the Pepsi stuff commercial, quote, commercial, really offers a new Harrier jet. The use of the jet was clearly a joke that was meant to make the commercial more humorous and entertaining. In my opinion, no reasonable person would agree with your analysis of the commercial. This is when formal court cases started firing up. Quite comically, Pepsi had to file an official case stating they shouldn't be required to furnish a Harrier jet to John Leonard. For the next three years, this case weaved through court systems before a judge ruled in Pepsi's favor for two key reasons. One, a commercial is not a contractual offer. Two, the commercial was clearly tongue-in-cheek. No reasonable person would have thought the offer was real. Lastly, and quite humorously again, the judge added this commentary. In light of the Harrier jet's well-documented function in attacking and destroying surface-to-air targets, armed reconnaissance and air interdiction, and offensive and defensive anti-aircraft warfare, depiction of such a jet as a way to get to school in the morning is clearly not serious, even if the plaintiff contends the jet can be delivered in a form that removes its military use. Pepsi went on to amend its commercial, changing 7 million points to 700 million points. They would also add a small print to the advertisement, saying, just kidding. If there's any silver lining to all this madness, the case has now become a staple in law schools. A good majority of legal students will end up studying Leonard vs. PepsiCo Inc. as the case offers an entertaining look into the infinite gray area of contract law. All that being said, a small part of me still wishes they'd just given the guy the Harrier, or done something cool for him besides offering a few coupons. And a great job by Monty Montgomery, and just a delight to listen to, and in its own way, a kind of prank. I mean, they just wanted to see what would happen, but the idea of wrangling together $700,000 to just, well, stick it to Pepsi, just have some fun. And of course, the court stuck it right back to these folks, but they've always had this story as a result, and a great law case. The story of John Leonard and a suit against Pepsi for a Harrier jet here on Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the great American stories we tell and love America like we do, we're asking you to become a part of the Our American Stories family. If you agree that America is a good and great country, please make a donation. A monthly gift of $17.76 is fast becoming a favorite option for supporters. Go to OurAmericanStories.com now and go to the Donate button and help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places and we continue here with Our American Stories and our next story is about a remarkable woman who played a crucial role in the settlement of the American West Nancy Kelsey Roger McGrath is the author of Gunfighters, Highwaymen, and Vigilantes, Violence on the Frontier, a U.S. Marine and former history professor at UCLA. Dr. McGrath has appeared on numerous History Channel documentaries, and he's a regular contributor here for us at Our American Stories. Here's Roger McGrath with the story of Nancy Kelsey. Nancy Kelsey was the first woman to cross overland to California. She did so carrying her baby daughter and an otherwise all-male party of pioneers that crossed the Great Basin and the Sierra Nevada Mountains with no maps or guides and walked barefoot into California in 1841, the first of a tide of immigrants that would sweep California into the United States. She also became known as the Betsy Ross of California 
for making the flag raised by the American rebels at Sonoma in 1846. She would give birth to 10 children and survive unimaginable hardships. She was a pioneer woman who was emblematic of the spirit, drive, and strength that animated Americans on the frontiers of the Old West. William and Sarah Roberts welcomed the birth of their daughter, Nancy, on August 1, 1823. Sarah is only 17 years old, but that is not unusual in the Scotch-Irish frontier settlements in Barron County, Kentucky. Nancy is born only 30 years after the first whites settled in Barron County, but her parents pick up in 1826 and move west to Jackson County, Missouri, in the far western part of that state. They settle among fellow pioneers from Kentucky. Nancy is reared on the family farm in Jackson County, and in 1838, 15-year-old Nancy marries 25-year-old Ben Kelsey, also a native of Barron County, Kentucky. Here's Cecilia Holland sharing anecdotes from her scrupulously researched book about Nancy Kelsey, An Ordinary Woman, The Remarkable Story of the First American Woman in California. On October 25th, 1838, a girl of 15 rode eagerly through the blazing Missouri autumn to her wedding. She was a tall, pretty girl with long, dark hair and dark eyes and a wide, humorous mouth, her face shaped with the high cheekbones and strong jaw of her Scotch-Irish heritage. Her hands on the reins were strong and capable, and she rode astride. No pampered, sheltered city flower. She had been working since her childhood. She could milk a cow, skin a deer, plant a field, drive a team of oxen, load and shoot a rifle. She had made the dress she was wearing. The child of pioneers, bred to courage and risk, she had grown up in the wilderness, only a few miles from the great Missouri River that in 1838 was the border of the settled United States. Her name was Nancy Roberts, and Westerin was in her blood. In marrying so young, and marrying whom she did, she was choosing a Westerin life, one that would take her across the unmapped continent and change American history. Ben and Nancy have a daughter, Martha Ann, in 1839, and in 1841, a son who dies eight days after birth. During May 1841, the Kelseys joined some 60 other members of the Western Emigration Society to attempt the first pioneer crossing to California. The group will go down in history as the Bartleson-Bidwell Party Here's Nancy Leak. Nancy's a librarian who writes biographies of California pioneers for children. She's the author of Nancy Kelsey Comes Over the Mountain, the true story of the first American woman in California. This is 1841. People in Missouri, where they were living, were just beginning to hear about California. For a very few years, the Oregon Trail had been open and some people were going to Oregon But nobody had yet gone to California. That was part of Mexico. But there was an American there, Dr. John Marsh. He wrote some letters that were published in newspapers extolling the wonders of California. And also um, they heard from fur trappers who had been been to California. And they said, you know, it's, it's empty. 
there's hardly anybody there. Of course, they weren't counting the Native Americans. It was just empty land, free for the taking. Fertile soil, plenty of game, the hunting and fishing would be good, good weather, and above all, it had a healthy climate. And that was one of the problems people in Missouri had. Ben Kelsey had gotten ill a lot, probably malaria, a lot of chills and fevers, and people were always looking for a healthier climate. And Ben Kelsey had what his wife said was an adventurous disposition. In other words, he couldn't sit still, and he always wanted to be trying a new place. Although they are tough, hardy, and ornery, the members of the party know nothing about the Far West. Our ignorance of the route was complete, said John Bidwell. We knew that California lay west, and that was the extent of our knowledge. Another member of the party produces a map which shows two large rivers running westward from the Great Salt Lake to California. He suggests they take along tools for constructing boats so they can float downstream to California on the second half of their journey. When Nancy Kelsey is asked why she is willing to undertake a journey across half a continent to California, she replies, where my husband goes, I go. I can better endure the hardships of the journey than the anxieties for an absent husband. The party are willing but woefully ignorant pioneers has the good fortune to fall in with a group of Jesuit missionaries led by the six foot eight inch Belgian born but American educated Father Pierre Jean de Smet. The black robes are being guided and schooled in frontier survival by one of the greatest of all American mountain men. Irish-born Tom Fitzpatrick, and several of his beaver-trapping partners. Here again is Cecilia Holland. East, in the settled United States, opinion was divided. Some people believed that hardy men could cross the continent, but mere women and children would never survive. It was tantamount to murder to take a woman on such a trip. That some missionary women made it was God's providence. In any case, the West was worth nothing, a desert littered with rocks, infested with Indians. Other people claim that the trip was a lark, a mere matter of following the sun. No matter. They were leaving the United States, and somewhere out there California lay, and a new life. On May 18, 1841, the combined party leaves Sapling Grove, just south of present-day Kansas City. On June 1, the pioneers, mountain men and missionaries, crossed the Platte River in central Nebraska. And three weeks later, they reached Fort Laramie in Wyoming. By now a 20-year veteran of the High Plains and the Rockies, Fitzpatrick smooths the way for them, and the party is making excellent time. Here again is Nancy Leak. At first, I imagined this trip was kind of like a nice summer camping trip. Going along the Platte River, it's not crowded yet. Plenty of grass for their oxen and other animals. There is one incident where there's a young man in the group named Nicholas Dawson, and he goes out hunting and he meets up with a band of Cheyenne Indians who take everything he has, his rifle, his pistol, his knife, his clothing. They take everything and he comes running back into camp and Nancy thought this was hilarious because she says, how you would have laughed if you had seen him come running back into camp. He was entirely naked. They had taken everything. 
Well, Tom Fitzpatrick goes out and talks to the Indians, and he gets almost everything back. But ever after that, Nicholas Dawson was known as Cheyenne Dawson. Fitzpatrick guides them through South Pass during the middle of July, and by August 10, they reach Soda Springs in southeastern Idaho. And when we come back, we'll continue with the story of Nancy Kelsey, a remarkable woman who played a key role in the settlement of the West. Where my husband goes, I go, she said. And by the way, so many people thought it was tantamount to murder to take a woman, let alone her children. More on Nancy Kelsey's story here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrified horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma 
delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we continue here with Our American Stories and the story of Nancy Kelsey. Let's pick up with Roger McGrath. They've been on the trail less than three months, made relatively rapid progress, and have not suffered great hardship. Except for the hailstorms, frosty night temperatures, a tornado, and a run-in with a herd of buffalo. Here again is Cecilia Holland, author of An Ordinary Woman, the remarkable story of the first American woman in California. One evening, as the settlers were camping by the water, Fitzpatrick came in among them in great excitement. A drove of buffalo was headed straight toward them. He got all the men out with their guns to build fires between the camp and the oncoming tide. Anne wrapped tight in her arms. Nancy and the other women bundled together sleepless through the den. While all night long, the men fed the fires and shot off their guns, splitting the onrushing buffalo into two streams that thundered by on either side of the camp in a continuous, hours-long stampede. One cannot nowadays describe the rush and wildness of the thing, Bidwell said much later. In the morning, the camp was an island in a great sea of woolly brown bodies. The sky was a milky shroud of dust, the buffalo trampling down into the river to drink had fouled the water so that the people could not stomach it. Now a decision has to be made. Fitzpatrick is taking the missionaries to the Pacific Northwest. Here again is Nancy Leake, author of Nancy Kelsey Comes Over the Mountain, the true story of the first American woman in California. Tom Fitzpatrick, the trail guide, tells them, you do not want to attempt this. That territory has barely been explored it's deserts, it's mountains, it's desolate. And so they, they say, all right, we'll go to Oregon. It's too dangerous to go to California. But Ben Kelsey is not the kind of man to change his mind. He's going to California and wherever he goes, his wife is going to go with him. That's the way she was. Wherever my husband goes, I go with him. 34 of the Bartison Buildwell party are determined to push on to California. Among them, is a 18-year-old Nancy Kelsey and her now two babies. Martha Ann is in front of her and another one inside of her. Fitzpatrick draws the pioneers a map in the dirt, warning that if they miss Mary's River, known as the Humboldt River today, they will die long before reaching California. In mid-August, without guide or compass, they turn their horses and wagons south and follow the Bear River into Utah. They reach the Great Salt Lake on August 30. They skirt the northern shore of the lake and in the blazing desert to the west are forced to abandon their wagons and pack everything on horses and mules. Desperate now, they turned east and cut as straight across country as they could to find the Bear River again before they all died of thirst. 
The weaker animals straggled behind and they had to let them lag. The oxen drawing the two Kelsey wagons were trudging along so slow even Anne could outwalk them. The ground was white with salt and the wagon wheels crunched out trails as if in snow. Salt spangled the blades of grass that straggled up from the crusted ground. Anne cried for water and Nancy gave her the last in the canteen. She looked at Ben, driving the oxen, wondering when he had drunk last. Her own mouth was so dry it hurt, and her lips cracked, and she tasted wisps of blood. Carrying her baby in front of her, Nancy Kelsey rides horseback. California is hundreds of miles away. The party stumbles upon the headwaters of the Humboldt River and follows its course southwestward across Nevada. Piotes occasionally block their path, and when they do, Nancy holds her baby tightly in her arms. Everyone knew how Indians stole children. At one place, the Indians surrounded us, armed with bows and arrows, said Nancy. But my husband leveled his gun at the chief and made him order his Indians out of arrow range. The pioneers reached the sink of the Humboldt near present-day Lovelock, early in October, and then begin a grueling trek across 40-mile desert to the Carson River. Along the way, they have to abandon their wagons. Their, their oxen are exhausted, and they're starting to eat their oxen. They've eaten most of the food they'd packed in the wagons, so there's not much point in pulling these wagons through the sand anymore. So they abandon the wagons, pack everything on their animals, continue along the Humboldt River, and then eventually the river sinks into the sand and they are facing the Sierra Nevada mountains. And that is just a wall of rock and they're exhausted, they're starving. The whole party had considered turning around and going back to Fort Hall in Idaho, but that wasn't really an option. They knew they didn't have the food, they didn't have the supplies to make the trip back. They were going to have to go over the Sierra Nevada. As they begin their climb, John Bidwell looks up the eastern face of the Sierra Nevada and describes what he sees as naked mountains whose summits still retain the snows of perhaps a thousand years. The climb is slow and arduous and breathing becomes difficult. There is no established trail to follow. Boulders and fallen trees block their path. Streams must be crossed and recrossed. On October 18, they reached Sonora Pass at an elevation of nearly 10,000 feet. Peaks on either side of the pass are another 2,000 feet higher. Fortunately, a heavy snowfall has not yet blanketed the Sierras. Now they have to pioneer a route down the steep and deep canyons on the western side of the Sierras into the San Joaquin Valley. They have little or no food. Their clothes, blankets, and diapers are in tatters and their shoes have long worn away. She says, of course, we did not know where we were. The party scattered here to find the best way to descend the mountains. I was left with my babe alone, and as I sat there on my horse and listened to the sighing and moaning of the winds through the pines, it seemed the loneliest spot in the world. The descent was so abrupt that an Indian who had come to us on the mountain was allowed to lead my horse for part of the way. At one place, an old man of the party, his name was George Henshaw, became so exhausted that they had to threaten to shoot him before he would proceed. 
At another place, four pack animals fell over a bluff, and we never tried to recover them. They had gone so far it was no use to think of it. We were then out of provisions as we had eaten all our cattle. At this point, uh, Nicholas Dawson says, Once I remember, when I was struggling along, trying to keep Monty, that's the name of his mule, trying to keep Monty from going over, I looked back and saw Mrs. Kelsey a little way behind me with her child in her arms, barefooted and leading her horse, a sight I shall never forget. And he thought, well, if she can do it, I guess I can do it. And they kept going. Nancy recalled, we lived on roasted acorns for two days. My husband came very near dying with cramps and it was suggested to leave him, but I said I would never do that. At one place, I was so weak I could hardly stand. Well, Nancy Kelsey had a right to be exhausted. She was not only carrying her daughter, but she was also five months pregnant. And you've been listening to the story of Nancy Kelsey, and you've been listening to Roger McGrath tell it. And again, there's no finer storyteller in the country when it comes to stories about the American West and the American frontier. And there's no more important story to tell than Nancy Kelsey's. The first woman to move to California. And this is back before an interstate, back before anything. This is just, well, not long after the Lewis and Clark expedition, one of the great, great stories in American history. Stephen Ambrose, of course, chronicled it in Undaunted Courage, and I believe it was Ambrose's finest work. When we come back, this remarkable story of a woman pioneer, a woman adventurer, her name, Nancy Kelsey, Her story continues here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we continue here on Our American Stories with the story of Nancy Kelsey. And once again... Here's McGrath. After treacherous descents, they reach the middle fork of the Stanislaus River and follow it down into the San Joaquin Valley. Seeing the coast ranges off to the west, they at first reckon California is still hundreds of miles farther away. They soon realize their mistaken notion. And on November 4, 1841, after a half year on the trail, the pioneers arrive at the Mount Diablo Ranch of an American settler, Dr. John Marsh. He regularly sent letters to the East urging Americans to settle in California, hoping a growing number of Americans would cause California to go the way of Texas. The six-month journey to Marsh's ranch makes Nancy Kelsey the first woman to cross overland to California from the United States. Throughout the journey, she was an inspiration to the men. Her cheerful nature and kind heart brought many a ray of sunshine through the clouds that gathered round the company of so many weary travelers, said fellow pioneer Joseph Childs. Here again is Nancy Leake. In many ways, she was just an ordinary pioneer woman, but those pioneer women were remarkable women. They could handle any situation and and do it with with good humor and a lot of grit. Joseph Childs, who was also a member of the Bidwell Bartleson party, said she bore the fatigues of the journey with so much heroism, patience, and kindness that there still exists a warmth in every heart for the mother and her child. They were always forming silver linings with every dark cloud that assailed them. The Kelsey's built a log cabin in the Napa Valley a mile south of today's Calistoga. In February 1842, Nancy gives birth to Sarah Jane, who lives only one week before dying. Nancy has two little graves now, bookmarking each end of the journey. But as she has done before, 
Nancy Kelsey stoically endures. Meanwhile, Ben is making money hunting and trapping, and with the proceeds, buying cattle. During the spring of 1843, Ben decides to drive a hundred head of cattle north to American settlements in Oregon's Willamette Valley. He is joined by his brother Andy and three other men. Although pregnant, Nancy goes along. Five-year-old Martha Ann goes as well. At a crossing of the Sacramento River, while the men were busy driving the cattle, Indians raid the Kelsey's camp. Nancy yells for help, and Nicholas Dawson is the first to arrive. Because of his enormous size, Dawson is known as Bear. Bear came and shot one of the Indians within a few feet of me, said Nancy. Then he compelled the rest of them to help with the cattle crossing. Several weeks later, while camped near Mount Shasta, the Kelseys have Indian trouble again. During the night, Indians shoot several of the party's horses, and the next day, after a mile on the trail, there is a pitched battle. Nancy is in the midst of it, sitting on her horse and holding her daughter. There are several more Indian attacks before they reach the safety of the American settlements in the northern portion of the Willamette Valley. After selling their cattle and purchasing supplies at Fort Vancouver, they begin their return trip. En route, Nancy gives birth to another daughter, Margaret. Near Mount Shasta, they have another pitched battle with a large group of Indian warriors. While the arrows were flying into camp, said Nancy, I took one baby and hid my child in the brush. I returned and took the other child and hid that child also. The moon was shining brightly. Each time the men fired their guns, I heard an Indian fall into the river. As I hid the little ones, I wondered if I'd ever see daylight again. Think of it. We had only five men, and there were possibly a hundred Indians. Once back in the Napa Valley, the Kelseys prosper, again hunting, trapping, and grazing cattle and horses. In April 1846, Nancy gives birth to a son, Andrew. Two months later, on June 14, American settlers in Northern California revolt against Mexican rule by taking control of Sonoma and declaring establishment of the Bear Flag Republic. In Sonoma on that fateful day is Nancy Kelsey, holding Andrew in her arms. She watches as the American rebels raise the bear flag with its humped back grizzly and lone star. She has reason to be proud of the new flag. She made it using a three by five piece of cloth and a strip of red flannel from her petticoat. She will soon be called the Betsy Ross of California. Her husband, Ben, is a prominent bear flagger. He later gets into a dispute with John C. Fremont and gives him a tongue lashing when Fremont assumes command of the rebels. The Kelseys were known for their use of wicked and blasphemous language, said Nancy. Made a mule skinner blush. Here again is Cecilia Holland. On July 8th, the U.S. Navy seized Monterey without firing a shot. The Mexican dons fled. A day later, the bear flag came down that flagpole in Sonoma, and the stars and stripes went up. On the whole, the bears showed more skill and foresight than one might expect. After all, the bears were ordinary people, not government-sanctioned heroes. 
thanks to Ben and Nancy Kelsey. They founded California, and it became American. When Ben later falls sick with malaria, Nancy rides hell-bent for Sonoma in medicine, and Root in an Indian, known locally as Chief Augustine, tries to lasso her and drag her off the horse. Although Nancy was without her pistol, she manages to escape and continue her wild ride to town. She returns with the medicine and tells Ben of the attempted horse theft in her narrow escape. Ben explodes with rage and bolts out of his sick bed. Now he is the one on the back of a galloping horse. He tracks down Chief Augustine and kills him with a pistol shot. Nancy continues to have children. Mary Ellen in 1848, Nancy Rose in 1851, William in 1854, Georgia Ann in 1859, and Samuel in 1861. When Samuel was born, she was 38. She had been pregnant or nursing for more than 20 years, and for a good deal of it, she had been on the trail. The year Samuel is born, the family travels across the Southwest. We drifted into Texas, said Nancy, and were attacked by the Comanche. The men went hunting turkey, and a neighbor woman and myself were alone with our children when I discovered the Indians approaching our camp. I loaded the guns and suggested we hide. The oldest two girls ran and hid in the brush, and the 16-year-old looked out for himself by hiding alone. We and the smaller children hid in the cave. I heard the Indians above, but they did not discover us. After they pillaged the camp, they found the girls and succeeded in catching Mary Ellen. Poor girl. She was only 13, and even now I can hear her screams when they scalped her. The Comanches leave Mary Ellen for dead, but Nancy finds her still clinging to life. Nancy staunches the bleeding and stitches Mary Ellen's head wounds. The girl survives, but said Nancy. She was demented after that and died in Fresno five years later from the injuries she had received. In 1879, Nancy's son Samuel dies in an accident during the harvest. And in 1889, her husband, Ben, dies. But his legacy survives to this very day. His name is everywhere in California. Kelseyville on Clear Lake, the forgotten hamlet of Kelsey in El Dorado County, the Kelsey Trail, the Kelsey River, Kelsey Canyon, Kelsey Creek. After Ben's death, Nancy settles on a ranch in the Cuyama Valley, northeast of Santa Barbara. She raises cattle and chickens, administers herbal remedies to sick neighbors, delivers babies, and once rides a hundred miles in one 24-hour period on a mission of mercy. Nancy dies of skin cancer at the age of 73 in 1896 and is buried on a ranch in oak-studded Cottonwood Canyon. The native daughters of the Golden West marked her grave with a plaque. Each year, an equestrian group conducts a three-day, 150-mile ride through the Cuyama Valley. Perhaps not up to Nancy Kelsey's one-day effort, but a feat of endurance nonetheless. On the third day, the riders stop at the Pioneer's gravesite and pay tribute to the Betsy Ross of California and the first woman to cross the continent to what would become the Golden State. 
And thanks to Roger McGrath, as always. And he's the author of Gunfighters, Highwaymen, and Vigilantes, Violence on the Frontier. Nancy Kelsey's story, a fundamental part of American history, here on Our American Stories. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.